Backyard Green Films is proud to present this episode of Agriculture with your host, Alara Bowman. Alara and her husband, Rick, travel throughout the land in their travel trailer, which they have nicknamed Bessie, bringing you stories about their travels and the people they meet. They visit farmers, ranchers, and just about anyone who loves putting their hands in the dirt or their feet in stirrups. In those travels, they have gotten to meet some very interesting people. Here's one of those interviews. Welcome back to our podcast. Today, we have a gentleman here with us who is going to enlighten us on the differences between farming and music. And some of you don't think about music and farming, but they do have a lot in common. And as I have always said, I believe every farmer and rancher out there is an artist. And just like music, they create a masterpiece. So today we are sitting down with James Reams of James Reams and the Barnstormers, and he's going to tell us a little bit about his childhood and growing up on a farm and how that correlated to farming and his love of music. So please welcome James Reams. With some cows around Living in town Sometimes brings me down Let me bestow this western blessing And share what I have found May you always have cows around So hey, we have a special guest here today James Reams uh, You just heard uh, a song that he did for us For the Holstein Dilemma Cows Around Welcome today, James. Well, thanks, Rick. It's great to be here and be with your audience. Thanks for sharing them. I appreciate it. Well, so James, you're a musician and an artist, and people are probably wondering how that ties in to agriculture and farming. But uh, give us a little bit of background of your uh, childhood and growing up and and, uh, maybe how that does tie in for you. Well, that version of Cows Around, you know, was bluegrass. And bluegrass is actually a rural music. It's a music that... Bill Monroe said was made for farmers. I I grew up on a farm. I grew up on a farm that had, um, you know, uh, chickens and we had pigs and we had cattle. And then, of course, we had like three dogs. Uh, and, and then we'd even have rabbits occasionally, you know. Some music just enjoys uh, the uh, like a rural lifestyle or embraces the rural lifestyle or... Uh, is nostalgic about a rural lifestyle. And my dad was always one to, uh, he always wanted to farm. In fact, you know, I'm sure there's many people out there right now, many generations out there right now who, and people probably coming here who have dreams of being a farmer. His, one of his biggest aspirations was to have a farm. And, you know, obviously he, well, not obviously, because not everybody struggles, but when you're a small time farmer and you're specializing in certain things, you know, it's, it's harder than the big multi-international farms that, you know, mistreat animals and, and, uh, just push it out like, uh, with, uh, uh, bad food stock or, or, you know, just, yeah, the, you know, the big corporate farms. And so he struggled with farming and and of course he had uh, my brother and myself and we were his 
uh, yeah, we, 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 we worked for him. We didn't get paid, but we worked for him. And then, of course, he would bring in sometimes seasonally uh, other people, you know. And, um, and, of course, you know, there's some things that my brother and I really talk about now that were sort of incredibly insane. Like one time, you know, we didn't have like a corn planter. And he had one of these old-fashioned corn planters that you would like turn this uh, the thing around. And it would... Um, uh, shoot out corn, and he, he tied me on a chair on the back of the tractor and drove me around the field while I turned that corn. And that hit my, my that hit my bare, I, I think I was in short, that hit my bare legs, and by the end, we had pl planted that field of corn. I, my legs were raw from the corn hitting my legs, but it planted the corn. And then, you know, and I'm sure many people who raise cattle realize that, you know, when they roam free, you have to be able to get them in, and sometimes there'll be a salt block and there'll be a feeding area. And uh, I always remember my dad would go out and he would like throw silage, you know, which is something for those who aren't familiar with what silage is. It's a, and uh, it would have uh, corn stalks and everything, and it would ferment in there, and then he would uh, put that in a wheelbarrow and then put it in buckets and. He'd bang the back of the bucket and he'd go, bossy, 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 you know, and then sure enough, they would just come in. Like, you know, they just knew what time it was to eat. And um, as a kid, that was always just fascinating to me. Uh, of course, you know, I guess every animal is trainable. And even we as human beings, whenever we hear um, the uh, ice cream truck, you know, we start salivating. So that's uh, that's it. We grew up on. A, I grew up on a small farm, and uh, enjoyed every minute of it. I, and I guess got away from it at a certain point too. So that brings me to your profession as a musician, specializing in Americana and bluegrass music and country. So, how is music? People are probably wondering, let me back that up. How is music, how does it tie into farming? And how do you feel that it ties into farming in a sense? We have blended music to come up with new styles. And we also do crossing of animals to come up with newer breeds or to help improve a breed. So can you relate and how you think that that uh, music and farming kind of tie in in that way? Well, yeah. Uh, music is a lot like farming, you know, they used to say about some of the bluegrass musicians that they were like farming, that they would, you know, they, they look at the season because there's certain seasons where there's festivals and that's your harvest season, right? And there's certain seasons where you prepare for the next season and those may be recording seasons. And, and so, yeah, and so it's, it's, it's seasonal. And then of course, you know, Lots of times when you're raised on a farm, uh, one of the major sources of entertainment, the radio, and also the uh, playing music. And uh, I remember sometimes we would take a, a lunch break and come in and listen to the radio. My daddy taught me how to drive when I was 14. Got 
driving license by the time I was 17. Turned 21, mom and pa retired. I traded in the Peterbilt and bought a little motor home. Cashed the savings and I put it in the semi. And the radio would have Americana music, bluegrass music, old-time music, whatever you want to call it. And there would be a, a farm report. There would be a farm report on the radio, too. And, and they would give weather. So I think that the farmer, and a lot of times, we'd have a radio in the barn. We would just tie a radio up on the, the rafter and, and work with the, the music in, in, in the barn. So I think all those things, uh, music that is created by farmers, music that is enjoyed by farmers, and then, then what happens is it becomes sort of a um, music that has, like you mentioned, uh, a farming aspect that you, you know, you could even go so far as to say you plant certain seeds and and then you have to, you know, and then you harvest them or you, like I, like I mentioned, going to different festivals in, in a certain time of the year and then not being able to go to different festivals. And then, you know, one of the big things that I remember about farming, and, and I guess this may still happen today or may not still happen today, but uh, neighbors would come and they would help you farm. There'd be certain times of the year, there'd be like thrashing season. And somebody would like have a thrasher, which was, you know, this uh, wild looking uh, galvanized tin machine that you'd ha hook up to a, a, uh, a tractor with a, a flywheel and uh, everyone would come and, and um, you know, and then the, the mom or, or would serve sandwiches, you know, for a break. And so, yeah, so I think that, um, you know, people that lived on farms also enjoyed uh, the rural type of music. I'm going to keep going back to your music here a little bit. It's also important to have that different style of music. Um, and as you talk about bluegrass or country or rock and early rock and roll, these were blends of different styles of music. When you talk about bluegrass, it's got a little bit of jazz in it. It's got a little bit of gospel in it. It's got a little bit of country in it to make up bluegrass, its own form of, and its own style of music. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And and even the, in, in uh, the Holstein Dilemma, when, you know, we did Cows Around, we added spaghetti western uh, influence. Texas Longhorn, Coriente, Romagnola, Galloway, and Angus from a Brangus, Jersey, Jersey, Holstein. And the vamp, vamp is, you know, because, you know, we were, we were experimenting and we were having a good time. And we said, oh man, that would be really great to put like a spaghetti western sort of sound in there, you know, and so, so yeah, so, uh, it's it's great to experiment. It's great to have uh, different types of music, and you know, I um, oh, and uh, just one little break because 
uh, I, I want to, you know, you made a point here about um, that I wanted to address. You know, uh, obviously it's important to have uh, jazz, spaghetti western, um, rock and roll, uh, that, but it's nice to be able to combine it into uh, a, a different type of music. And even in bluegrass music in the past, and maybe probably even regional styles, which uh, allow diversity in the music, and you have, and, and, and that makes the music stronger. And once you sort of homogenize that music and you go to, like, the, uh, let's say the Nashville style, where you have all the same studio musicians playing on all the same tracks you lose a lot of the interest of the different regional bands and the different regional players and the specialists from different areas. So, yeah, I mean, you know, there's so many similarities and I think that really the big lesson is that we need to enjoy the individualism, but we also need to embrace the, uh, the spectrum the spectrum of what's what's possible you know well james thank you for being here today and thanks for allowing us to play some of your music and we hope people get out there and look you up james reams and the barnstormers and speaking of james reams and the barnstormers you have a documentary that came out last year and this year you released a cd soundtrack from that documentary so tell us a little bit about both the film and the soundtrack and where we might be able to see the film and hear the soundtrack. Well, I was so lucky to collaborate with you, Rick, again on the film, which is on Amazon.com. It's called Like a Flowing River, A Bluegrass Passage. And um, it chronicles uh, my being a child and on the farm to finally being, you know, a traveling bluegrass musician. And uh, and I've been so lucky that it's been well-received by people. And and then, as you mentioned, this year, I, I came out with a two-CD set, which is also called uh, James Reams' Like a Flowing River and Soundtrack Album, which is on Amazon and anywhere that music is streamed. So it's if you look up, like a, James Dreams, Like a Flowing River, you'll see uh, everywhere um, uh, the the DVD or the film or the CD. And thank you, Rick. You know, uh, thank you for allowing me to be part of the, the Holstein Dilemma because it's, to me, uh, one, a great story and um, it was definitely fun to uh, do Cows Around. Well... Alara and I appreciate you doing that soundtrack song for us. And again, we want to thank you for being on the Agriculture Podcast with us. I know it's not our usual to talk to uh, an artist, but as I always say, a farmer is an artist as much as anyone else out there. And on that note, James, thank you, and we will be catching up with you down the road. Thank you all again. With some cows around Living in town Sometimes brings me down And although this western blessing Leaves you cattle found May you always have cows around 
whole field of heritage cattle, all grazing and all happy. What kind of cows, James? Well, there's Hereford Highland, Simmental, Welsh Black and Maine and Jew, Chianina, Limousin, Shorthorn, Charley, Watusi, too. If you liked our podcast, please subscribe. This is how we keep going. And please ask your friends to join us. Please also feel free to post any comments or questions to our social media sites. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook under Backyard Green Films. Thanks again for listening. I want to thank James for sitting down with us today and talking about farming and music. And if you'd like to find out more about James and his music, please visit jamesreams.com. We'll see you next week with another adventure. You have been listening to Agriculture with your host, Alara Bowman. Please tune in for more upcoming episodes from our travels. I'm Rick Bowman, your behind-the-scenes editor. Until next time. This has been a presentation of Backyard Green Films Productions, All Rights Reserved. Copyright 2022.